Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Let's Coach with Mark and Carolyn, the show that brings you the best from the professional coaching world for you to use in your everyday life. Thank you for joining myself and my co-host, Carolyn Owens. We are both professional coaches. Carolyn is um, the president, CEO, and founder of Infinity Coaching. She is a career and life coach. Uh, I'm Mark Thorne. I am a um, executive and leadership coach. Uh, Carolyn and I both love what we do, and we love having this radio show every Wednesday at noon. Carolyn, how are you? Good morning or afternoon to our listeners, wherever they may be. Another exciting week here for Let's Coach with Mark and Carolyn. So what's new in Carolyn's world this week? <laughs> Always having fun um, working with clients and uh, currently still designing some new programs that I'll launch in a couple of weeks. And I, I know I've been really excited and ready to get this new website launched, but we had one technical glitch last week, and I was hoping it'd be fixed by today. So it's trying it's the way something's connected, and if you try to click it, for some reason it gets stuck. It errors out. So we're just trying to make that one correction, and then we'll be able to officially say, hey, this website is done. I love the new site. Very grateful for the people that have helped me with it. So I'm just looking forward to it. And also working on some great branding concepts based on the new website. So it's going to be a very uh, exciting quarter coming up here this April, May, June time frame. So a lot of great, wonderful things happening for Infinity Coaching. Woohoo! Woohoo! Well, I've had I've had a uh, a pretty fun uh, last week. Uh, I got to spend um, last Thursday, a good part of last Thursday, with uh, Beth Pearl Berman. Um, she is a coach who um, has taken um, and worked with Simon Sinek's Start with Why, and has some very uh, practical ways for you to use um, what Simon talks about uh, in your own business. And um, that was a very useful um, several hours that I spent with her, and it's given me some new ideas for uh, how to do some marketing and really defining what my why is. That's been a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, Also, on Saturday night, I got to go to a black tie gala uh, to support uh, a charity in uh, in the uh, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area called Let's Help Kids. Uh, they've got a different take on things. They uh, help kids by filling their bucket with uh, things that they might not other otherwise have that most kids get the opportunity to do. So um, it's a different take on things. The uh, the founder of the uh, of the charity is Rachel Harris. Rachel has been on the show. Um, Rachel is 12 years old. Um, founded this six years ago. Um, very poised, uh, very interesting young lady. Uh, had had a lot of good things to say um, as she uh, as she opened the event. Um, so just uh, just a wonderful good time, and again, if anyone is interested in in Let's Help Kids, just go to letshelpkids.org. Um, they are they uh, they work in the Northern Virginia and the uh, Anne Arundel County area, uh, but they do a really wonderful job um, with again just helping kids um, 
get some things that they might normally not have access to. Uh, so, so I have pretty one question to do about and a whole heck of a lot of fun. And of course, I'm 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 continuing to work with my clients. Um, and um, Lauren, do that. Yes. I have one question about the event. Go for it. Did you sample the ice cream bar? I did. <laughs> I had a wonderful um, caramel sundae. It was it was very very tasty, very good, <laughs> and they had great ice cream there too. I, I I'm I've become sort of an ice cream aficionado, <laughs> um, but they're they're you know what was interesting about the gala. This is this is um, there are there are a lot of young people involved in this, um, and they get more young people involved all the time. Um, so they have a dual gala. They have a kids gala, and they have a gala for the adults. Um, I was—I will admit to being a, a a bit torn as to whether to go to the kids gala or the adult gala, but I—I I didn't have to be worried because they had an ice cream bar at both. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it was—it was—it was a heck of a lot of fun. Um, um, Jen, Jen, Jen Sterling, Rachel's mom, who's the uh, who's the executive director and also president of a company called Red Thinking, uh, which does uh, branding and a whole bunch of other stuff, um, uh, was there um, uh, helping to run the show, of course. But uh, just a just a just a great time and a and a and a uh, great charity. So again, uh, anyone who's interested, anyone who's interested in helping out, please go to their website. Let's help kids. Uh, .org. Um, but yeah, they do some they do some really neat stuff. Um, stuff that people normally don't think about doing that, that kids really need. So um, I, it was it was a pleasure for me to, to be there and to and to help support what was going on. And I and I got to break out my tux again. So that's always a uh, a, a uh, an, it, always always an added benefit. So anyway. Um, for those of you who would like to get in touch with me, you can give me a call at 301-717-1185 or send me an email at dmthorne at net, uh, or you can find me out on social media. And you can also call me uh, on any Wednesday uh, between noon and 1 at 773-897-6124. That's the call-in number for the show. Uh, you can use that number to just call in and listen, uh, or you can call in and we can get you on the air to talk to either Carolyn or I and our guests. So we're uh, very excited to uh, take lots of callers to join us here on the on the show. Again, that number is 773-897-6124. So Carolyn, how can people track you down? Before I do that, I just want to make an, another quick announcement about an event that's coming up in April. It'll be Saturday, April 16th in the DMV area, the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, and it's being uh, sponsored by AAUW of Howard County, which is the American Association of University Women, and they're about uh, breaking through barriers. And AAUW is basically they support equity for women and girls. Um, they've been doing this since, I believe, 1881. And so their upcoming fundraising event is their fashion show, which allows women at the Howard County Community College, the students there, to receive scholarships each year. And so the theme this year is Dress from Desk, desk 
to dinner. And so it's a great time, a great fashion show. And if you remember last week, I talked about I'd be doing something that I was going to step outside my comfort zone. (laughs) Well, I'm actually going to be part of the fashion show. So I'm excited about that. We will actually, uh, Lord and Taylor at the Mall in Columbia is sponsoring by providing all the clothing for the event. So it's a very professional, well-done event. Um, A lot of exciting things happening that day. So the tickets are only $20 for the event. Uh, so you'll have they have fashion accessories there, makeup, um, the fashion show. It's like I said, a great event, and it takes place. I said in Columbia, Maryland, at the Vantage House. And if anybody is interested in getting a ticket, definitely connect with me via email or uh, text me. The email is c owens at infinitycoaching.net, or you can uh, call me or text me at nine zero one. Two one eight seven six six four. I'm definitely going to have a lot of fun. Excited to be there. So, and you can also reach out to me if you have any questions about coaching, career leadership coaching, or if you have questions about our show or you want to be a guest on the show. Very good. Sounds like a fun event. So, how did it you will get be? I don't like. <laughs> I am a member of the organization, and I've been a member for less than a year. And so they asked the new members to participate in the show. And I said, you know what, why not? You know, let's push myself, step outside my comfort zone. <laughs> so it'll be fun. And I literally pick out, you have to go, and they're going to try three, four different outfits on you to see which one best fits the theme of the show, everything. So you spend a day there at Lord & Taylor. It's it's a great, fun time. I mean, how could I say no? So. Well, it is outside your comfort zone. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely outside my comfort zone. It is way outside your comfort zone. I'm actually happy to hear you're doing that. But anyway, that's great. <laughs> Where is that again? It's in. <laughs> I'm not telling you. No. <laughs> it's, <laughs> at, <laughs> it's at the Vantage House um, in Columbia, Maryland. Like I said, if anybody uh, wants to get a ticket, they can email me. But I um, have a couple people that are going. I think it's like I said, it's going to be a great event. It, it's for a good cause to help, you know, people get that college degree. So <clears throat> offering scholarships, and it's a great way to do it, have fun at the same time. And you're going to network and meet a lot of great people. Um, looking at some of the other people that are involved, some of the different women, and you can, you know, if you're looking to have a mentor, if you're looking to network, some of the women you're going to meet there are amazing. Okay. All right. Well, it sounds like and a lot of fun. And I will add, both men and yep. women attend. It's not okay. just for women, because it's definitely a good cause that's supported by all. Well, I think I think I I need to talk to my friend uh, Dewan and see if I can convince him to uh, get some video for me. I got a feeling he will. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Just one last reminder for. Uh, on the show, give us a call at 773-897-6124.
Um, anything else you want to uh, get out before we bring uh, our caller uh, into the studio? I am ready to start learning more about having a successful business plan. Okay. Hold on. I'm a little slow. There we go. Caller whose number ends in 08. Welcome to Let's Coach with Mark and Carolyn. Hey, this is Tony Stovall. Hi, Tony. Tony. Welcome to the show. Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing great. Wednesdays are always our fun day. We get to we we get to be on the radio with great people like you. That's awesome, and it is a privilege and an honor to be with you guys today. So I appreciate that. Well, thank you for joining us, Carolyn. Would you like to do the intro? I sure would. You know, a lot of people have you. You become a business owner. You start off. You get you do a business plan, and you never touch it again. Or you're just starting out. And you're thinking, oh, man, where do I begin? How do I even write a good business plan? You hear about it, say you need one, but you just don't know what to do. Well, that's why I'm excited to have our guest here. I have to say, when I met Tony, I immediately knew I wanted her to be on our show. And I think, <laughs> gosh, that was early part of last year that we met and we stayed in touch and everything. And finally our schedules worked where she could be with us today. So I am very, very excited to have Tony Michelle Stovall. I had to say the whole name because I like the rings, you know, the way it sounds. <laughs> Thank my parents. Thank my parents. <laughs> she's, a, she's the CEO and consultant of Evolution Professional Business Solutions, LLC. And they provide professional quality business coaching and business plans. She spent many years working in management. She's joined a host of professional organizations, and she served in leadership roles within the community. And she served as a civil servant for the federal government for over 10 years. She holds a Master's of Science in Human Services Organizational Management and Leadership and a Bachelor's of Art in Sociology. Additionally, she holds a paralegal certificate in the state of Maryland with concentration in litigation, which is approved by the American Bar Association. She's also a notary, teaches English as a second language, and a proud member, I had to make sure I included this, a proud member of Zeta Phi Beta sorority. Yes, ma'am. Z Phi to all my <laughs> listening. And you you always have to add that in because then you know, okay, where's my tribe? Where are they at? So exactly. That was important. <laughs> <laughs> so Tony's here with us today to talk about the importance of having a business plan, but not just any old business plan, a successful business plan. And we're Absolutely. going to learn how is this going to increase your bottom line as a business owner. Oh, so, wow. So many ways. So many ways. Um, <laughs> a well-written business plan, and, and first of all, just for those who are kind of like, what are we talking about? What is this? A business plan is a very thorough, concise document, and it tells the readers how your business will accomplish its goals. So if that is written properly, it will allow you to get funds, to grow your space, to grow your partnerships, your capabilities. It can do so much for you. And, again, if it's written written really well, um, that could be grants, mm-hmm. certifications. Um, you use a, a business plan a lot of times to apply for assistance or even an incubator space. They require that now um, to get an incubator space. But if you want investors, partners, loans, anything like that, you need a, a well-written business plan. 
So, Tony, can you tell our listeners, some of them may not know what an incubator space is. Can you oh, share I, what that is? Sure, absolutely. Incubator spaces generally are, um, I, I don't want to say necessarily sponsored by counties or cities, but usually they have some involvement in it. But it's shared space that businesses use, and they they rent out just an office, but they share a, a boardroom, they share a fax, they share a secretary, you know, someone at the front desk, and they're able to get into that space for less than it would cost them to rent out their own full space. So it allows them to network with one another, kind of build with one another, and do it um, more cost-effective. So they're generally in every major city, even small cities have them, so incubator spaces are something really good to look at if you, you know, are in the need of office space. So our goal is to enlighten our listeners about the need of a, for a business plan. So mm-hmm. what would you say, why, what's so important about this? Why does someone have to do this? Well, several reasons. Um, I think that everybody should have a business plan, whether or not you submit it to anyone. I still, mm-hmm. I still, think you need one because it gives you a roadmap that helps you to achieve your goals. And since it's written from a successful end standpoint, I mean, you're you're planning out from beginning to end how your business is going to run, how you're going to market. Um, what your money is going to look like, how you're going to grow it, who your target market is. You map out everything from a successful endpoint. So you can claim your success from the beginning. It's just a matter of once you have it, you just follow it out. So it's like you can't lose with the business plan. So everybody should have I think you need a business plan for your life, just for your person. <laughs> Just so you can map out everything, but business plans, I mean, they really do pay for itself. It's the one document I think that's worth its weight, for sure. Well, as you know, Carolyn and I are both believers in doing doing strategic planning and, and, and having a plan for where you want to go in your life so that you're both thinking and acting strategically. It sounds Absolutely. like a business right into line with that. Um. So what's different about um, business plans and overall strategic plans for people? Well, uh, in some cases, there's little difference. I mean, it, it's it's a it's definitely a, a line of demarcation. But I would say with a with a business plan, the difference there is that you're going to be able to align your potential financial growth. You know what I mean? Um, in terms of your life, I mean, those things kind of shift and change. And that, with a business plan, of course, your um, objectives might change, you know, once you grow or you might segue to a different idea. Something different might happen in your business where you need to shift gears. Um, but essentially with a business plan, as you know, opposed to your regular, you know, life plan or other strategic plan, this is pretty much the map that you're going to follow and present to because you're presenting it live to someone right now. So you're speaking it in terms of now and doing a projection. And with your strategic plan for your life, there's it's like a moving target. As you move and grow and develop, so does that. You know, it, there, there's a little bit of a difference there. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but at the end of the day, it, it's a little bit more fixed with a business plan. So if we do one today based on what you're looking at today and what you want to do now, 
and you give that to say an investor, you know, Mark wants to, you know, invest in evolution professional business solutions, what you see today versus where we are in five years when we sit back down and talk and I've grown, that plan might be So the business plan will have a lot of financial projections and looking at your expenses and more in detail about those items? Absolutely. But in all cases, in a business plan, you don't need financials. Um, Yeah, you don't. Um, (laughs) Surprisingly enough, but all the times you don't, all times you don't. Um, Think of times where you might already have committed investors. Um, you know, where you might do crowdfunding, fundraising, or, you know, you already have money earmarked aside where money is not your priority. You don't necessarily have to project that out. Or if you're really just starting and you just want to have something on paper so that you can kind of have a a, a visual of where you're going, you don't always need the financials at that point. So that's why many people who um, create business plans for clients they offer two two different methods of doing it, with and without financials. Mm, okay. Mhm. Yeah, it sounds weird, but it it, it works. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you think of the business plan, and a lot of people will try and write this out on their own. Yeah. What do you see when you when you talk to clients and work with them? Is the the number one thing that they leave off of a business plan? Okay. Um, I like to, and this is just a Tony coin, but I, I coin I coin it as the high five, um, and that's really the breadth of what needs to be in the business plan for it to be quality, complete, and for there to be little questions for who you are presenting it to. And I would say an executive summary is number one, and that really tells about who you are, what you do, and who you're doing it for, which a lot of times when, when people prepare their own, um, sometimes they forget that. They forget more about the for who, so they're not speaking in the language or in the terms that they need to write to. You know what I mean? So if you're if you're giving your plan to a bank, you might want to use different language than if you were going to give it to your grandmother who wants to invest in you because she loves you. The language <laughs> would be different. <laughs> so big difference. Um, but the executive summary is huge. You also need to have your company information, give background about your history, the players, who's all involved, your mission, your vision, so people can attach to that um, and understand better where you're coming from. Uh, you also need to give good information about your products or your service and include your competition. We need to know about the competitors and how they may or may not influence the way that you do business because that shapes your niche. And that's oftentimes also um, incomplete for many business plans, and that's very, very important. Um, also, a business plan should should talk about that market, and I harp about it all the time. Target market is such a huge thing for me, but you, you need to project who you're going to serve, what they need, how do you solve their problem. Um, that's huge because that's how you're going to get your buy-in from whoever you're presenting this to. And finally, my my fifth high five would be strategy. And and Mark alluded to this. I know you guys are big on strategic planning, but you really need to plan out your market, how you're going to market to that targeted group and how you're going to implement it. And if you hadn't heard of it, it, it's called a SWOT analysis, and that's your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. 
that's usually kind of baked into your strategic plan, and that is very, very important so that people see the pros and the cons and how you can overcome them. And it, it really shows how you're thinking about this business and how successful it can be and scalable. But if I had to add a six to my high five, it would be those financials, which, again, <laughs> you don't always need, but that gives you the forecast, the budgeting, the profits, the losses, and and things like that. But, again, you know, if you have no finances involved, you hadn't started yet, or there's no projected earnings in sight, that part's not necessary. Not yet. So it's like writing it, like you know, when we talk about the resume writing, it's like writing it for the reader. Absolutely. Absolutely. You need to be able to touch them where they are. Um, and if you're speaking over the person's head, like like for instance, if you're if you're writing to get a partner, you know, where not necessarily I need your financial investment as I, as much as I want you and what you bring in your skills and I want you to partner with me, I don't want to go over your head and talk about all these things, all these finances. All, that might not be, you know, where I want you to come in at. So when I'm speaking to you this way, you just might miss out on an opportunity because they don't understand your language. So you have to be very specific about how you write and who you're writing to so that you can you can meet them where they are and accomplish your goal through your business plan. You mentioned marketing, basically marketing to your target audience. Mm -hmm. um, and I know you've spoken about this before, but I'd like to share this with the listeners. What role does social media then play in the business plan? Well, funny you mentioned that. <laughs> um, actually, social media has, I, I don't know if um, if everybody has been on it um, the way I've been reading about how this is, you know, just blowing up and, and the statistics behind it, but social media has gotten huge, and the largest platform right now is Facebook. Um, it continues to kind of topple over everybody, and how your business plan can kind of feed into social media is that at the end of the day, most people that you present to, they want to know a little background about you. As as important as it is for everything on the paper that you put inside of this plan, they want to like you. They want to, you know, it's about a personal connection. They want to feel, okay, this is, this person is a really good person, and, you know, I, I think this is a good investment. We're going to get a return on the investment. This is a good thing to do. And a lot of times they go to your social media platforms to learn more about you. And that's where they'll look at your posts. What are you putting about? Are you is there foolishness on there? There's a bunch of buffoonery talking about stuff that has nothing to do with quality character. Um and that's where social media in terms of business plans play, plays into comes into play because they're able to learn more about you. And that's not necessarily written into your plan about personal Carolyn or personal Mark and they can get that from seeing what's important to you. And and that's huge for a business plan. And a lot of people don't get that too, but your your character and how you display to the outside world is is it's it has a big impact for sure. And it's the saying that people do business with who uh with people they know, like and trust. Yeah, yeah. Um that's true because the days of the venture capitalists are kinda waning. Um wax wanes and, and right now, um they're probably a little bit on the downfall. 
Um, so yeah, most of the time it's going to come from people who who like you, who who want to know a little bit about you. Who it's not just about the bottom dollar, but it's more about a connection. So you say the days of venture capitalists are gone. Can you explain what you mean by that for our listeners? Okay, well, um, and everybody can probably relate. So think Shark Tank, um, where you kind of have relatively random folks who want to invest in you for a profit. They want to in turn a return on their investment. So they'll give you $25,000 after reading about your business plan or hearing more about what you're doing and say, okay, this is a sound, smart decision for me to make. And those are the people who don't necessarily need to connect with you. Um, and that is actually shifting more towards angel investors, which were far and few between. And, and the difference between an angel investor and, and a venture capitalist, which is they, they essentially they share some roles, but with the angel investors, they care. It's more about philanthropy, you know, mm-hmm. and empowerment. They want to see you success. They want to invest in you, whether you're struggling, whether the financials on your business plan make sense. They kind of they there's less requirements to it. They want to see you succeed. They believe in what you're doing. If you are opening a bakery that you employ homeless people so they can have a job, and they believe in that. They want to help the homeless people too, and they love that and love what you're doing. Those inve- those angel investors are going to invest in you. And as the country seems to shift more towards empowerment, towards social impact, and and social change, we're seeing that more. So less and less will you see venture capitalists, as you will, angel investors. And and funny enough, um, and I don't even think it's funny, I think it's awesome, but if you guys um, follow or read Black Enterprise magazine in February, the last issue from last month, they actually focused on Angel investors, women, black women, and it was awesome, and, and actually Latinas and women of color, period. And it was a really, really good article. So if anyone, any listeners interested in an angel investor or learning more about that, go to the magazine from last month. It was really, really good. And Pipeline Angels, I believe, was was the focus in, in the article, um, which is a new big group, a conglomerate of women who contribute um, to the empowerment and mentoring. They, they kind of do things a little different with their angel investments, and it's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey, to reiterate, that was the February issue of Black Enterprise. Yes, February 2016. Mm-hmm. When you talked about your five, the high five, <clears throat> You mentioned competitors as well, being able to have information on your competitors. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people hear that word and they kind of shudder. It's like, oh, I don't want to even, you know, having to compete with somebody is what automatically will start going through their head. So yeah. what, what do they need to look at when it comes to their competitors? Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right about that. I think in, in Competition shouldn't have a negative connotation to it, but a lot of times it does. The word is scary. But when you're looking at your competitors and you absolutely need to look at them, um, I would do the research to find out who are they serving, what are they doing different than what you're doing, how did they come about doing what they're doing. You know, if you're um, 
you know, opening, uh, again, restaurants are easy. So if you have a restaurant that is serves Italian food and they have a restaurant that serves Italian food, find out what they're, what they're doing different. Are they doing cannolis and you're not? Are they getting their food from straight from Italy or, you know, where? find out what's different, what, where there's differences and where there's similarities because that will help you shape your niche. It's when you are excellent, when you are different, when you are unique, when you're attractive, that you're able to grow and develop and surmount and surpass your competition. So if you don't know who they are, what they're doing, um, that's kind of hard for you to do. So not to, you know, secret spy on, you know, anybody and, you know, find out all this, you know, underlying information, but it could simply be just visit the restaurant and have a meal. You know, you'll be able to see the differences and, and just kind of keep note of them. And it's important, uh, especially in a business plan, to kind of note uh, at least a few competitors, your your top competition, because if I'm investing, if I'm going to give you $25,000 to do this business, you know, you're selling pizzas, how are you different from Pizza Hut? How are you different from Papa John's? How are you different, you know, how are you different from somewhere, someone else where it's going to be beneficial for me to give this to you, where I know you're going to be successful, I know you're going to be scalable, and this is going to grow if you're doing exactly what someone else is doing. A lot of times that doesn't work. So, you know, it, it helps to know your competition. So a lot of research, sometimes visitation, sometimes just a call. You'd be surprised if you call somebody, you don't have to say, well, hey, I'm your competition down the block. You can just call and ask a question, and a lot of people will gladly give you an answer. A lot of people just don't do it. I, I was um, listening to an audio earlier this week, and one of the things they talked about when it comes to the competition is dip into your own pocket and buy their product. See yeah. what they're doing um, because the investment will pay off in the long run. Is this, you know, What type of reports are they putting out there and things that they're doing? And just really study them and see it, it really um, understand your unique selling proposition. Like you said, what makes you different? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, look at their branding. I mean, like you just mentioned, I mean, if you purchase something from them, look at how they package it. How, you know, are they selling, you know, off the shelf? And is is it because of their packaging? You look need to look then at your branding. There's just a lot of things to it, but not to completely get off, but branding is essential as well. And knowing, again, it all kind of goes back to target market, which is part of your business plan. When you're really sure and know who you're serving and where they are, what they do, what they like, you need to shape what you do. Like your brand needs to be shaped around that. Your logo, you know, the wording you use, even down to the font that you use, you know, on your website or whatever. There's there's so many things. But, yeah, take advantage of the competition and and be their customer so you can learn more. That's that's a great thing to do. How do you get someone started? I mean, this sounds like it can be pretty daunting task, pretty intensive to get all the information together. How do you how do you get someone started on this path? Um, on the path for writing their business plan, well, um, it depends. If they are, some people are more proactive into their successes, in, in the fact that there's a lot of people who are doers where they're pretty much operational and they do the work. They're great at doing the work. They might be, you know, the handyman that goes out and can fix everything in your house, 
but when it comes to sitting down with the business and the plan, can't help you at all. It's looking like Scooby Doo. You know, they don't know. And that's fine. That's fine because you know you you do what's in your craft. So for people who need a business plan, need to get started, don't know where to go, don't know what to do, kind of thing. I would say seek out a professional. Come to me if you want. Go go to anybody. You know, go get some help. But give them everything you have, whether you just have notes that you spit out in your head and just wrote them on a, on a napkin. Give them everything that you have because the more information you can give to me, I can do better with your plan. But if you have a professional um, developer, someone who's professionally preparing your plan, they should be able to ask you enough questions to get the insight and details um, from you so that they can do the work to help you. I will do the research. I will get the statistics. I will get all the data. I will get all of those things, but I still need your help. And I think a good preparer will know the right questions to ask to get that information. And, and the process is generally, um, there, there's always going to be a process with business plans because, again, a lot of people are operational in their business, and they don't necessarily um, think about all these small details that I just want to do the work. I, you know, I don't care about all that kind of stuff. So the process usually goes back and forth for maybe even a few weeks. So, you know, they'll have an opportunity to look at a first draft and, and review, and then you get it back to them and we talk about things. And through that process, I find with a lot of clients, they learn a lot more about their business and they start making changes as a result of learning their business more on a you know more administrative strategic level. So um, getting started is just a call, just a call. You know, in past years, business plans were these really big documents. I mean, it had everything in it. But now you see a trend of going to shorter versions. Are these effective? Well, they are absolutely gaining popularity, I'll tell you that. Um, and, and they're called generally one-page plans or short plans. And I think they are helpful tools um, depending on your expected outcome. Uh, the short and sweet is, is really good to craft your pitch if you're going to pitch your plan to somebody because it gives you the nuts, the nuts and the bolts and it's easy distribution. You know what I mean? You don't have the, the 35, you know, thick document you barely can staple. You you can give them this one two-page plan and gives them the, 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 the low and dirty right there. The, here it is. But the problem for that, even though it's easy to digest um, more so than, you know, a thicker plan, it can be really too incomplete and lack details because you're going to likely miss some opportunities since the reader, they might need more background and insight to tip the scale on how they feel about investing in you. So the the one-page plans, I think, um, and in my experience in dealing with uh, clients in the past, is it's really a good idea when you're asking for lower sums of money or when you're seeking a partner who has no financial investment. They need, just need to know the, the the down and dirty of what you're doing is this something I can do? Do I like it? Do I believe in you? Do I trust you? That kind of thing. Um, or really just a supplement to a, a certification or something. Like here in the state of Maryland, if you want to be certified as a woman-owned business or a minority business, disadvantaged business, they generally ask for a business plan. And you can give them the nice, short, one, two-page plan for things like that. 
But if you really want someone to, you know, invest in you with some some nice sums of money, um, I, I I wouldn't go with the one page plan. I don't I don't think that's enough. I don't think it's enough. So depending on your outcome, it could be a good tool. But generally speaking, I would have more detail than less because you can Hello? always explain. Oh, okay. I had a, a, a sound that came across. Um, so what would you say should be the average length of the plan? Mm. You know, that can depend on how complex your idea is. Um, for instance, I had a client um, a few years ago who the, the core of the plan was a after-school daycare program. But then it kind of segued to we're teaching the kids music, and and then we're going to you know provide transportation and do some different things and take them on field trips for experiential learning experiences and whatnot. So it depends on how complex it gets. So of course the more complex, the longer. But on average, a, a decent plan with all your appendices and and everything should probably not exceed twenty five to thirty pages. Oh, that long. Yeah, that's, it's actually not bad. I mean, because you don't want to be too wordy and too much where people are like, oh, gosh, you know, this is bathroom reading. I don't want, you know, it's too much for them to get. You don't want to, you know, bore the reader. You want to capture their attention and have it lively enough. So you do want to be direct enough but detailed enough so that they have enough information to make a, a great weighty decision on you. Because, again, if they have too many questions, they're probably going to have questions anyway, but if they have too many, they'll let you know that it's probably not well planned out enough. You know, a lot of people probably just went 25, 30 pages. What am I missing? Um, and so they, it seems like they haven't answered a lot of the questions you ask. But you do, you work with clients. There's a business jumpstart kit that you offer clients. Can you talk yeah. a little bit to that? Absolutely, yeah. Some some clients, some people, um, you know, they're more, you know, do-it-yourselfers, and they want to be able to, you know, hey, just give me what I need, tell me what I need to do, and, and let me do it kind of thing. And that's where we came up with the Business Jumpstart Kit. And in that kit, there's a whole bunch of great stuff in there that you can actually do on your own. So in this kit, which is delivered electronically, um, we talk about business entities, so you know the difference between a corporation and LLC, LLPs, all the different entities, and kind of how you could select what's best for you. Um, there's a lot of to-do lists, even a resource list in there, um, a chart to better explain the SWOT analysis that I mentioned earlier, the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, how you do that. There's a template in that. There's information about marketing, about the social media that we mentioned earlier, even how to develop your own contract. Um, so there's a lot of information in this business jumpstart kit that you're able to quickly reference and read yourself and do a lot of work on your own. And with that, um, with this package, we also uh, include a, a short video manual to kind of, you know, get you going with it. And um, it's delivered electronically, so it's a quick and easy, and there you go. You have it. And you're offering our listeners a special price on that today? 
Absolutely. Well, my parents always told me that, you know, don't go to anybody's house without a gift. So, you know, I <laughs> I couldn't come here today with you and Mark and not, you know, offer your listeners something. So, absolutely, the, the Business Jumpstart Kit is, is priced at $89, but for participants, listeners of Let's Coach, it is offered to you for $44, which is half off. Um, and that is good for 30 days because you might think about it, oh, I don't know, I don't know if I want to do that. gives you a full 30 days. Um, so just, you know, email, visit the website, call me, however. Um, let me know you want it. Tell me that you were on Let's Coach, you were listening, and I'll give it to you for $44, half off the price. Wow, thank you. That's a great deal. We'll get all kinds of listeners here now. We need to, we need to, we need to get all of our guests to do that. <laughs> well, like I say, I mean, again, thank my parents. Uh, <laughs> can't come empty-handed. Well, it gets back to what those what those real values that, that you have and bring to the table are. So that's a... That's a uh, very nice value to have. Well, thank you. Can, um, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. Well, I will then. How can <laughs> folks track you down and get to your website and and uh, get in touch with you? All right. Well, many ways. I am very um, very easy to find. Um, so you can follow me on Facebook or on Twitter. I'm on both. And I absolutely respond if anybody sends me a message. But Evo, E-V-O, Pro, P-R-O, Biz, B-I-Z. So that's my username on Facebook and Twitter. It's the same for both. You can also visit the website. It is www.evoprobiz, with a Z again, solutionswithans.com. So evoprobizsolutions.com. Now, if you if anybody visits the website, you can absolutely sign up for our newsletter, which goes out quarterly. Um, we don't spam people to death, but you will periodically also receive, you know, free tools, insights, deals, and, and things that are exclusive to subscribers. So I encourage listeners um, to visit the site, sign up, and you'll get a lot of good free stuff. It's it's definitely worth it, and we won't harass and spam you to death. So any of those methods are fine. You can email me directly, info at evoprobizsolutions.com. And I will also give out my number. It's area code 301-803-9398. So, again, amongst all those three to five, ten different methods, you'll catch me. Okay, and you very work good. with you work with clients not just in your immediate area but across the country. Absolutely, yeah. Um, the, the great thing about uh, being a business consultant and a lot of the works that I do, because most everything is, is, is documented um, on paper, you know, it, everything is electronic. It can be electronic. So I have clients all over the, all over the place, um, Wisconsin and Illinois, back where I'm from, and um, North Carolina, all across the nation, um, even in other countries. So, yeah, absolutely. You don't have to just be in D.C. or Maryland or Virginia, Delaware, or one of the neighboring states. We can work together anywhere. Mark? Yes? I just want to time check, usually. Okay, a, a time check. You usually kind of... 
right, we should check know. in. We've got we've got ten minutes left, as you know, um, <laughs> and so we've got we've got uh, we've got some time. I figured you were going to come up with one more question. Not your last question, but I thought you had another question. Oh, okay, good. So <laughs> I have another <laughs> offer. So let me. <laughs> oh yes, please. Go for the offer. Yeah, I I like offering. I'm I'm a I'm a giving kind of person. I've been that way since my youth. Um, so I, again, I definitely want to offer something to listeners. And because we're talking about business plans, I, I can't leave you empty-handed without an offer about a business plan. So again, good for another 30 days. I will offer 20% off any business plan package to listeners. Again, if you tell me about, you know, Les Coach, I was listening. Um, I love Mark. Carolyn's my cousin. Whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll offer you the 20% off uh, just for being a valued listener and, and follower of you guys. So with that, whether it's a, a business plan with financials or without financials, through April 16th of this year, 20% off when paid in full. Awesome. I will share these on social media as well, because um, a lot of that's where a lot of our followers kind of track us on Facebook or Twitter. So I'll definitely share these, um, especially over the next week. I've got a. We'll, we always do some follow-up posts to keep people thinking about, you know, especially entrepreneurs, business owners, the the real need to have that good business plan. And yeah. I mean, one of the things I, I want to touch on again before we end is, you know, we we talk about we've talked about some of the contents and things that were needed for the successful plan. But, you know, a lot of people want to know, okay, I need this, but how is it going to increase my income and my bottom line? Okay. Um, and and that's a, a good question. I can understand that because you, you end up paying and making this, this weighty investment in something where you kind of need to make sure that it's going to justify itself. And it does. It absolutely does because – just generally speaking, when you align yourself with your potential financial growth, there's going to be success just by having a strategic plan. But again, I mean, it's it's absolutely necessary for for some folks that you're presenting to for you to get it. So you might not be able to get um, the grant from the state if you don't have the business plan. So that fifty thousand dollars that you need for your equipment for a new car so you can transport your clients and all those things. And if your your medium is the state and this $50,000 is renewable every year for five years, you would not be entitled to that $250,000 if you don't have a business plan. You know, so there there are some places that require it where you absolutely will not qualify for what they're going to give you unless you have a business plan. So the 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 value of that dollar amount that should be the carrot dangling for most people. But in terms of of folks who don't have, you know, a specific amount or you know, it's a grant or something like that, if you don't have a plan and this is old adage but you know, you don't have a plan, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I look at it in terms of Saving time, cost savings. If I have a plan written out, whether I had to, you know, make an initial investment for $5 to have this business plan and it tells me step-by-step projected over five years what I need to do to get this dollar amount at the end of the five years that I'm looking to get and all I need to do is follow the plan, as long as I follow that plan, I'm going to be successful. 
So whatever your end goal amount is, it's achievable. And this plan will help you to to reach that in sales. And just the marketing portion of a business plan, because you have to have a marketing portion, it outlines for you what to do. It tells you in that plan for your target market, if you are dealing with women who are between the ages of 21 and 40, a well-written plan will tell you how to market to those people, whether you're going to, you know, um, post ads on Facebook during these times to these women with this information in it because this is how you meet them, this is how you get to them, that's in your plan. I mean, it it can be as detailed as really laying out what your marketing moves are, and that directly impacts your sales. So business plan and all its, the, the high five, what you have in there is utterly important because your strategy portion and your marketing portion directly impact your bottom line. Okay, very good. Carolyn always gets the last question. Well, she's, I mean, she's she should. <laughs> ladies first, ladies last, right? <laughs> so, you know, we when I opened the show, I talked about people who um, are starting a business and don't have a plan and they don't see the need for a plan, or they've been in business for some time and they started, they wrote that plan and never looked at it again. They haven't touched it. So mm-hmm. and, and hopefully they've listened and they understand why it's important and what the benefits are. But then once they have a good, solid business plan written, how often do they need to review it? Well, business plans um, are not a one and done. You know, they, they evolve as the business evolves. So for some people that might be every three years, might be every five. It, it depends on the business, the type of business, and it's, uh, path of growth. So the way I look at it is that if you have a business that consistently looks to scale up, you start off with one main core product or service and you want to then add on items that you're producing or that you're serving or you know just other things, as often as you do that, is when you need to revise your business plan because now you have another stream of income potentially coming in which might change everything that you do. Um, so if you have a business and all you were doing is serving this one market by selling this one product, but now you want to add in you know, a second product to a different market, that might change how you do your marketing. That's going to change your strategy for how you meet the needs of uh, that new market because marketing and and selling and and how you brand yourself to children if you're selling a child's product um is going to be different from now you have a product to sell to adults so you need to kind of um change you know what what you're doing and that could impact your business plan so as often as you change the business changes i think a, a change in the plan is necessary at least to to revisit it to see if it's necessary Mark, are we down? I don't know how much time. We are. We are. I just took a power hit. I'm trying to get back into the um, studio. Um, oh. But uh, that's why I, I you haven't heard from me for a few minutes. Um, I think we're going to be good here in a minute. <laughs> we have two minutes and fifty eight seconds. I'm back in. <laughs> well, that means we have to wind <laughs> down. Thank you so much for being with us this week, Tony. I, 
love talking with you about how to grow our business and different things that we can do. And I can see the starting point is this successful business plan. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you guys for having me. It was, again, a privilege and an honor. And I look forward to, to building with you guys later in the future. Yes, we definitely have you back. And I will be sharing um, all your information on social media. So if you're following us, listeners, you'll be able to see all the special offers and more information about Tony there. Awesome. Thank you guys again. And thank, thank you, you. listeners. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We've got about a minute and a half left. Sorry for the technical glitch, but the power went out and came back on. But it Log me out in the process. <laughs> so, if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can find me on uh, email me at cowens at infinityoffinitycoaching.net or find me on Twitter at Carol R. Owens. That's my primary social media platform. Or find me on Facebook at uh, Infinity Coaching. I believe it's C. Owens at Infinity, Infinity Coaching or just type in Carolyn Owens and you'll find me there. And you can text me or call me at 901-218-7664. And Mark? Uh, you can reach me at 301-717-1185. Find me on social media or email me at dmthorn at verizon.net. And Carolyn, if it ain't broke. Make it better. Thanks. We'll see you all next week. Have a wonderful, blessed week, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.